Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hour number two on the Big Bad Morning Show. Rob Long's off today. Jeremy Conrad Norris here with you taking your phone calls. Where are you watching the game on Saturday? Are you going? You're watching at home. You're going out to a local establishment, kind of catch everything. Got all those TVs. Want to hear from you guys. And how do you feel about the series coming up to face the Texas Rangers? We start off with Kevin in Ellicott City. Kevin, you're on the fan. Jeremy, yeah, yeah. Good morning, fellas. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Good, man. I uh, Y'all allowed me to share my thoughts uh, the other morning about it. I uh, hopefully I'll be listening on the radio. That's my favorite way to listen, of course. But uh, Texas looks like they're heating up a little bit, my dudes. And uh, I was really hoping we could kind of get our feet wet with a more of a wounded Tampa Bay thing, but we're not going to be afraid of anybody, of course. Um, Where are you going to watch? Are you going to watch the game at home, or you said you like listening on the radio? Do you prefer that? Usually, risk. I prefer listening to it on the radio a little bit because I'm usually at baseball with my son. He plays 14U Showcase Baseball, so we're going to be down in Fairfax at a tournament down there. Yeah, well, the games are going to be right here on 105.7 The Fan, so you'll be able to listen to them here. Yep. I love it, man. My Odyssey app, I take it everywhere with me because it's the only way I can listen to anything. Um, 98 Rock doesn't allow me to do that when we travel for the Ravens game, so just going to be more of a listener. And uh, enjoy what we're about to do to these dudes. <laughs> Appreciate the phone call, Kevin. I don't know how many times I've heard that. Enjoy what we're about to do to these dudes. <laughs> it's crazy. Let's go to Perry Hall and talk to Joey. What's going on, Joey? Where are you going to watch the games? Oh, I'm going to be there, baby. And it's going to be loud. I cannot wait. Uh, it's going to be so exciting. The re- like, I was there when Dumb and Young, that Dumb and Young double. And that's what the whole game's gonna be like. Yeah. And that's gonna and it's gonna completely shake the Rangers because they just came from church at playing <laughs> against the Rays, and we're gonna destroy them. It's not we're not even gonna be playing around. Yeah. It's I, gonna be. And then, so I'm going to the game with my dad on Saturday because we did the whole sign up and get tickets for next season things that we had priority access. And then my buddy is coming up from Virginia Beach and he surprised surprised me. We tickets for Sunday's game. Oh, look so, at you. Spoiled, man. Yeah, man. Well, hey, Joey, yeah, enjoy it. I think that place is going to be loud. And you know what's funny? I, I That's one of the things that we should talk about because they just went to play the Rays, and the Rays weren't even drawing 20,000 people. Yeah. Um, the announcers were making fun of it, said, I can't even call this. They're not even – it's not even a crowd booing. It's a smattering of boos. <laughs> like, it's – he didn't call it a crowd. What he said, it just it, there's like groups of people that are booing. Said, Look at the stand. It was stunning. 
it was really stunning when I saw it. I was like, whoa, that was the game, you know, the first game. I was like, this place is empty. It just feels kind of weird that there's, you know, not more people at a playoff game. Like, you have a three-game set. All the games are at your place. Yeah. And then that one was an elimination game, knowing how important it is to back your team. And I, look, I'm not telling everybody they got to go out there. They just don't have any support there. So I don't know. I They're building a new stadium. Do you think that's going to bring people out? It's not because, look, there are a lot of stadiums that were terrible. Like, Cleveland had a a, a dump there. I mean, it's, it's it was a dump for a long time, and people would still, and I know they don't even draw well, but when the playoffs came around, fans showed up. Yeah. You know, I understand, like, the Twins and looking at it, like, uh, are you going to get fans out there on an at, this game, that game? And they were playing night games, but they were like $11 to get in the upper decks. I don't know. It's just not great for baseball to see empty seats in no, the stadium. Through <laughs> the playoffs. And a yeah. team that's perennially good. Yeah. Like, it's not that, you know, they're good every year. Mm. It's, yeah, this is this is going to be fun. Let's go to Antonio and Rosedale. What's up, Antonio? Good morning. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. Happy Friday Eve, Ed. Happy Friday Eve, man. Great to report, predict the Orioles and Phillies in the World Series with the Orioles winning in six games. How great would that be? And I'm watching the game at home. And you guys have a wonderful day. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, I think that would be fun to play the Phillies. We'd have a battle of who has a worse accent. We'd have so much <laughs> fun with that. I mean, they're, they're our accents, are, they have to be cousins, right? They're very dissimilar. We get some D's, Dems, and Do's, and, you know, and they have that too. But, like, it's when I work for BetQL and I'm on there, there's a guy that works that has the greatest Philly accent. His name's Bill Matz. And I think on Twitter it's like Philadelphia. It's like cool. hello, friends. It's it's like so over the top, and I love it. I just lo- I love listening to. It. No way, no. It's like what are we doing? <laughs> These accents are hilarious, man. And it's like, look, we're no better because you get one of those true Baltimoreans. Like, from, oh, oh my god. I think it's look. I love the accent. It's fantastic. It really is. I mean, I can't do it like you guys. I didn't grow up hearing it, but oh my god, man. I still love telling my sons, like, hey, you you know you have that, that terrible accent. You say no. And then he goes, no, I do. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. Yeah, you do. Let's go to Marquise, who's in Baltimore. He wants to talk about the Rays. What's up, Marquise? Good morning, fellas. Good morning. Good morning. Hope you're having a good morning so far. But, yeah, I want to talk about, I don't want anyone to ever say fans don't have, you know, anything to do with the game. Because I feel as though the crowd played a big part of Rays collapsing like that. I'm not saying it's a big, like the main reason, but fans really, you know. Yeah. Oh, we lose him? There you go. Apparently. That was going to be. What if oh, no. Was, oh, no. <laughs> we lost him. Where'd he go? His, his phone blew up. You know where he went? <laughs> we'll never know. It could have been so profound. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> we did. We lost Marquise. All right, sorry, Marquise. But I, I do think, um, you know, come Saturday, you, if he calls back, we, all right, if he's calling back, we'll throw him back on. Um, but, like, come Saturday, like, this stadium's going to be rocking for people that realize what it was like. And it, and it's very easy, too. By the way, things go awry early. That can change everything. The air can get taken out of the stadium. But, you know, a couple of hits here, you get everybody back into it. I'm not big on the wave and all that other stuff that people love to do, but whatever gets you going. You know, if you want the charge call, like you want all that stuff, yeah, do it. Get them all riled up. Let's go back to Marquise. Marquise, what's up, man? We lost you. 
<laughs> my fault. But yeah, uh, yeah, the crowd play a big part of that too. Because the fans, I mean, the players, they was they look like they wasn't into the game at all. And when the commentator brought up the Bulls, I was dying laughing. But I'll be watching the game on TV with my uncles, my father, because it's been a long time. I was in middle school. I'm 24 now, but my family are big Orioles fan and Ravens fan. So it's going to be big for me, to, us to get together, watch the game together. So hopefully we get it done. See, I, I like that because you're the same age as me. Like my family's all over the place. Like, like my dad lives in Virginia Beach now and – um, you know, my brother's all the way out in Darlington. I got other family, like my sister's in Carolina. My my other brother's, he's going to be living in Ohio. So, yeah, it's, it, like we don't have that chance to uh, always get together and watch these games. I know, look, I'm a huge college football fan. The Orioles are going to be first and foremost for me. But I li- I'd like to go somewhere where I could see all the games on TVs and watch everything. That's that's what I want to do and be able to – because there's a lot yeah. of good college football games this weekend too. So, Anyway, all right, we got a, a commission's Baltimore coming up next. We are going to get into the Ravens and talk a little bit about that shovels later this hour. But, Ed, what are we going to discuss in the commission's Baltimore? I am tired of talking about all the problems. I mean, we made another national news story the other night with the shooting at Morgan. Yep. So there was, you know, we've had two in a week horrific, horrific stories of the murder of the young CEO and then this shooting. So I'm getting away from it. I'm going to cheer people up. I'm going to tell them about the worst ass-kicking I ever endured in my life. Oh, nice. They'll enjoy that. Are you going to talk about one of your exes? Is that? Oh. No. All right. This was actually while I was working. <laughs> we'll get into that. That's coming up next in the Commission's Baltimore. We'll be talking some Ravens. Want to hear from you? 410-583-1057. Right here on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of car they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back. Big Bad Morning Show. It's time for Commission's Baltimore. Ed, let's talk about your ass whooping. Let's see. What's the, Have you ever gotten a real bad beating? Um, A real bad beating. I don't mean just like losing a fight or getting punched around, you know. I don't think so. I don't think I've had an ass whooping like that unless you want to talk about for my parents. I remember one time my dad beat me with a shoe for so long I had the Nike swoosh across my ass cheeks. (laughs) A shoe. Who really? Who beats their kid with a shoe, dad? A shoe? I did. (laughs) To be fair to him, and most people might not agree with this. I did try to change a D to a B on my report. I was an I A and B that. student, but I tried to change it in blue ink when it was typed in black. And it was so obvious, but I'm like, yeah, like me as a kid, 
I got them. Ain't no way they're going to be able to tell. It looks just like it until he looks at it and goes, what the hell is this? And whoop my ass. He said, I'm not even mad you got a D. I'm mad you lied to me. Yeah. Now you're going to pay for it. Now you're going to pay. <laughs> what if Joe's getting a beating? Joe, have you ever got a beating? It's, no. It's coming. <laughs> well, this was a good one. <laughs> I was working in plain clothes in Midtown Manhattan. And we are right on the block. This is Thirty Third Street. That you know that dead ends in the Madison Square Garden. Oh, so we turn the corner, and we're in a yellow taxi as you know as our police car, just to blend in. And it was a Ranger Islander game. Ain't nothing quite like those. When that was, especially yeah. then when the Islanders were really good, like in you know the early, they had that run of four Stanley Cups. And anyway. We see this, uh, we're watching this, you know, the, the garden had just let out and everybody's, you know, going back to the, however they're getting home. So, you know, thousands of people pouring into the street and these guys are just really a bunch of young guys, just filthy, just heckling these two girls in range of gear, but like, you know, overdoing it. Then of course, Skippy Do-Gooder decides he's going to intervene here with his, you know, suit in his briefcase which was probably the last bad decision he made that year because he decides to, you know, defend the honor of these two young women. They start to beat him, like, bad, bad. So they're like, they got him on the ground, and this, you know, they're kicking him. I'm like, oh, I can't watch this. They're going to kill this guy. So thank we. <laughs> We jump out of the car. Jimmy uh, LaPedra and I jump out of the car. Me and Jimmy. Me and Jimmy jumped out of the car. Jimmy, was, he was like a black cloud kind of guy. I'll tell you. Man. What, everything went wrong for him? No, he, everything went right, thank God. He, but he, every, every time you work with him, you end up in like a gunfight or a fight. And <laughs> oh, like, that's what you do. Yeah, like he's the guy. Remember I told you, it was the same block. I, we killed the guy when the Sweet Dreams was playing by the Eurythmics. Yeah. See, he'd be the, he'd kind the of guy, guy that shot the guy. He'd be the guy I'd work with. And he's like, you want to grab lunch? No, because if we do, something's going to happen. I just don't want to eat because I'm worried something's going to go down. <laughs> well, side note, I hate to derail this story, but basically it's funny because he was that guy, and they put us together. The other cops would call us nitro and glycerin because it was not a good combination because I was the same way. Nitro and glycerin. And then there was a point after his, like, his second shooting, the, the, the lieutenant, I don't know how he th- thought this was a good idea. He goes, Eddie, I need you to keep an eye on Jimmy, please. Just Could you, could you just watch him? Just to keep him calm. Like, you got it, lieutenant. I was like, what are you nuts? Are you putting with me? <laughs> so anyway, this night we jump out. Thank goodness I called in a thirteen before I got out of the car, which means oh, you know, officer needs help like now. Yeah, because I knew this was not going to. Because yeah, but they, you do something and you know it's going to hurt. <laughs> That's what this was. We jump out, and I know this is going to be bad because they got us out now. But thankfully, we were both young and in great shape, and you know, Jimmy could fight, and he was you know. We don't, we'd lift before we went out in the street every day. Like we were young, in shape guys, and we were hanging in for a lot. But there was so many of them. Like eventually, we both end up on the ground, getting pummeled. Jimmy's gun falls out of his holster, hits the concrete. So we're diving for that, and then we, again, that call for help. Police come rushing because we're out in the garden. They're right down the block. So a bunch of them come, uniform cops come running in and pulling these guys off of us and locking them up and. And of course, as you know, friends are, we get them all back to the station house. 
and you know the adrenaline's pumping now. We don't really know, you know, what's well, we just got guys in handcuffs and we've been in a fight and we got a complainer who's been beaten and all the, you know, trying to get this all pieced together. And Jimmy comes to me like he t- like I band goes, And where were you? What happened to you? I go, Are you out of your mind? Do you think I look like this before we got in the car? It's like, like both my eyes are closed. It's like my nose is more crooked than it was before. Like, what are you kidding me? Like I guess he couldn't see me because, you know, we're both getting the crap kicked out of us. Yeah. But that was like, what a bad night that was. And that's, again, from the most ridiculous thing. This wasn't a robbery in progress. This wasn't like, a, you know, full scale. This was a hockey game. And I, we ended up both taking a t- terrible, terrible beating. And, you know, it hurt a lot. And <laughs> you kind of knew it was going to come. But, man, what a terrible night that was. But let me just go back to Jim. He was that guy when you worked with him. He's the one I told you. I just get my coffee, and like you know, within five minutes of picking up my coffee, I end up watching, standing behind him as he shot a guy right between the eyes, <laughs> who just shot a police officer. And this is not you know it was yeah. justified. The guy was firing at us, so he you know he fired back. There's that. Then there was another one in the parking lot in like Forty Third Street, Ninth Avenue. Then they just <laughs> decide they're going to give him a break. He's been too many. He's seen too much, mm-hmm. you know, too, too much gunplay. So they sent him to Staten Island, where he lives, which is bucolic. It's like you know the big suburb. It's a big yeah. green. You know, don't tell me as soon as he gets there, something happens. Yeah, he goes. To, <laughs> he's off duty. He walks into a deli, <laughs> being stuck up, <laughs> so he's shooting at the car as they're fleeing. Yeah, he was out there, you know, in his new home in you know restful Staten Island, where nothing happens. Can I ask you a serious question about that? So, like, yeah. when you're off duty and something like that goes down, does that get your juices going? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, I kind of feel like, and I understand that a little bit, where, because, like, we've talked about it, the adrenaline that you get going into a, if you're going into a building, if, yeah. you're, if you found somebody you're looking for and you know what's going to happen, like, that has to be a shot of adrenaline that nobody can understand they unless can't. you've been through it. You really can't describe it. You know, it's it's terrifying and it's also exciting at the same time. And, and but the the deal is in, in most apartments, New York was this way. You were required to be armed in, within New York City, off duty, because you were supposed to take action if you saw something. So they wanted you to, you carry your, your gun and take action off duty. Because think about it, you're gonna run into a lot of things and you have a lot more cops on the street that way. The only caveat was if you were out drinking or you couldn't secure the gun, like at the beach, you weren't supposed to carry it. Um, but other than that, you're supposed to take action. But he was that guy, man. Just, I, to this day, we're still good buddies, though. Yeah. Just, you know, and he'll tell some, he tells stories about me that I forgot. Because I remember he, he me, Celeste and I were in New York and we had breakfast with him. And he's telling us stories. And I'm like, oh my God, I forgot that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's <I> <laughs> like, so I, hit, I hit a guy one night. He goes, I hit him so hard, I cringed. He goes, it was unbelievable. I have a buddy that tells a story about he knew he was getting into a fight. And he punched the guy in the face as hard as he could, and the guy didn't even flinch. Yeah, that's bad. And that's when he knew yeah. he had done messed up. Yeah. <laughs> when somebody gives you, is that all you got look? <laughs> he said he hit him as hard and as flush as he's ever hit a human oh. being in his life. And the guy was like, really? Really? This is what we're going to do now? Yeah, that's it's not uh, not really what you're looking for there in that situation, but uh, good stuff there from the commish. All right. <clears throat> We're going to talk some Ravens. I want to hear from some fans here on what should the Ravens. <laughs> what the hell happened there, Joe? You're just trying to drown me out? I'm excited. <laughs> did, you, 
Did you push the pot the wrong way? Did. Oh, okay. It happens a lot more often than you think it does. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to talk about J.K. Dobbins because this is kind of a loaded question. What happens with him moving forward? What should the Ravens do? Uh, this is a serious injury, going to take a while to come back from, and a guy that's been off and hurt, can you bring him back? Um, we're going to discuss it. That's coming up next here on The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Oh, yeah. Big Bad Morning Show, Jeremy Conn, Ed Norris. Rob Long's off today. Talk a little J.K. Dobbins. <clears throat> you know, when you look at the situation now with him, Ed, what do you think happens with him moving forward? Um, is it now a situation where you have to sign that prove-it deal for one year? And then try to get a contract. But again, like you're looking at a guy that every single season has been hurt. I mean, it, it's more than just, you know, I don't know what to say anymore. <laughs> Honestly, it's, like it's every season. You know, he's a very talented guy. But again, you know, let's say the best available <laughs> ability is availability. He's never available. Never. So, I mean, what's, what are we doing here? You know, there comes a point where you got to just move. I hate to say you got to move on from people who just can't stay healthy. Yeah, but I don't know what you're going to have to pay him for on a prove-it deal. So why not kick the tires on it again to see if it works? Because you're like, if you were, let's say he came out next year, <clears throat> Ravens bring him back on a small contract. Mm-hmm. You know, he gets his fifth year. Now he's now he's a vested vet, you know, like, so he'll get his pension and all that other stuff. So it'll it'll help him through his life. But all of a sudden... He has this great year. Does that make you want to sign him in the offseason now, knowing what his his history has still been? Like, to me, the outlier would be the year that he had a successful season and stayed healthy the whole time. And I hate saying that because I'm not criticizing. I did this a long time ago, especially when my body started falling apart. Like, I don't criticize guys who people are say are often injured. It's not like you want to be injured. It's not like you're trying to get hurt. Some guys just have some bad luck. Um and, and I think there are other players who, when we talk about steroids and different things about guys breaking down, that's something. But I'm, I'm not going that route here. I mean, you look at the injuries he's had on the football field, it's scary as hell. Achilles, knee, like these yeah. are these used to be death sentences in the sport. So it just makes me wonder, if you're the Ravens, are you going to kick the tires on him next year? Does he want to come back here? Um, is he able to? Like, I, who knows if he even gets a job? Like, I'm assuming he'll get something. Somebody will give him an invite or or have him come to their... Uh, you know, to try out with their team, whatever. Or somebody just signs them because they're looking for a back, but it, it won't be a big contract. No, it won't. It's going to have to be a one-year deal. I mean, I, I don't know how. And again, I you know, he was so adamant about getting a, a big contract this go-around. He was, you know, sat out and was going to hold out. And, and again, it happened again. So, I mean, I, again, kudos to EDC for not, you know, making a bad decision. Because there was a lot of pressure on him, I bet, to, you know, 
Everybody wants JK. Everybody wants JK. You know, give the guy his money. Because you heard all, you know, the fans. I know they don't have to listen to the fans, thankfully. But people are saying that. Oh, you got to pay the man. You got to pay the man. Okay. Yeah. And I know that was the thing, like, and this would be the reason why JK's telling you he wants to get paid. And I also believe, like, this is the reason why you don't pay him. You know, why you had to ride this thing out. And it wouldn't have been smart business to go ahead and sign him to a long term, even if he stayed healthy the whole year. It just wouldn't have been smart. Like, you needed him to prove it to lock him up for something. And, and again, the, the contract he's going to get next, I'm sure it'll be incentive-laden, which mm-hmm. is going to make you want to play, and, and that way you can hit some bonuses. I do think he'll be back in the league, barring something like the the rehab just doesn't go the way he wants. Like, he's rehabbing with Aaron Rodgers. Um, and, you know, Rodgers has actually talked about him, saying he was an awesome kid and this and that. But I just think there's a ton of talent there. It just sucks, man, that... He's going through this yet again. Yeah, I feel. Look, and this isn't me dogging him. I feel bad for him. I can't imagine anything worse than you know a professional athlete who, who just can't apply his craft because he's, you know his body's betraying him, and that's what's happened to him. But don't you think too? Like, I mean, do you agree with me about the talent level that he has? Absolutely. I mean, it's off the charts good. Like, I'm a home run hitter, and then now we're seeing more guys too. Like, I was just reading an article about Tre'Davious White. They're fearing that he might have an Achilles issue, where it was believed to be an ankle. And all the things going on with that. But, I, you know, like, it's just, it's strange to see all these injuries and in a guy that I had high hopes for. Um, but, yeah, and, and, like, looking at some of the numbers now, Lamar's rush rate is up since J.K. Dobbins' injury. But, again, it's still early in the season. We didn't know what this offense was going to look like. But having a home run hitter, a guy that can do the stuff that, like, if you look at the averages, you're going, this guy is, his talent is, he could be a top five back in this league talent-wise. But he just can't stay on the field. And, you know, I like I'm interested. I'd rather see Keaton Mitchell than some of the other guys we've been seeing. Some of the like the Kenyon Drakes and the Melvin Gordons of the world. I'd I would i like to take a look at Mitchell, but um hard to knock the guys when they ran well last week, although it, you know, the ball was being passed around limited time for everyone, kind of getting their snaps. But I still think that I still think there's talent there, but again, nobody's gonna overpay for him. And it and it's weird too, because it's not just being injury prone. You're injury prone at a position that people just aren't paying for right now at running back. Nobody's paying. Yeah. Nobody's paying. And that's the, the issue. Is, sadly, nobody's paying for them. You know I mean? Christian McCaffrey's the highest paid back in the league. He should be. Yeah. I mean, that's why. And after that, it's, it's not many. Well, you know, and, and I guess we'll see what happens with, um, you know, with the rest of these backs moving forward. If guys stay healthy, um, if we do get a chance to see Keaton Mitchell at some point. Uh, and, you know, what the running game looks like. Because it does appear that Lamar is running a little bit more. Uh, now, I don't know if that's something that's going to be designed and kept in the entire year. Uh, but, you know, I, I think the backs were supposed to have a big part in not only the, the running game, but also the passing game as well. And uh, we'll see if that continues. 410-583-1057. Do you have something else? Ed? No. Oh, I thought you no. Were. Okay. Um, there, there is something to, to bring up here. And, and I know we've got shovels coming up next. I'll get to that in the next hour. going to be a ton of Orioles. We've got some guests. Kevin Brown's going to join the show a little bit later. Gordon McGinnis. We have a world of stupid Jerry Bembry, the Daily Line. I'm a little upset that there's no baseball today, uh, but we got to wait till Saturday. That's fine. It's Friday Eve, babe, um, and you know we'll, we'll get to that point and uh, get a chance to talk about some baseball tomorrow once we start to see some more of the pitching matchups and the rest of the times mm-hmm. that are coming out. But um, and when are going to set their rotations? Well, I, I've seen some people speculating. Everybody's waiting for the one team to make the move. Like I saw mm-hmm. somebody in Philly say they thought Suarez would start Game One. For the Phillies, and I don't understand that. Like, if you had Zach Wheeler pitch on Monday, right? Mm-hmm. Or what was it? 
Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday he pitched. He'd be in his regular rotation for, well, I guess so. He'd be in his regular rotation for Sunday. So that would make sense if it's Saturday that they go with one of their other guys. So maybe not everyone gets to set their rotation the way they want. So they would still be one game behind. If the rain affects us on Saturday and it gets washed out for whatever reason, mm-hmm. then um, the Texas Rangers will be able to set up their rotation the way they want. And I don't know if that's them. Well, maybe not because Evaldi still couldn't go in game one, and I think he would be their game one guy. But game one, game two doesn't matter. Um, I think once you start to get in game three, then then you don't have the opportunity to use a pitcher you like three times in a series unless there is a rain out or a game gets postponed for whatever reason. So, all right, we're going to we're gonna get the shovels. That's coming up next. Ed, uh, you want to give me a shovel? You got something? I do. It's kind of a, a real cautionary tale about people not taking bullying seriously. We'll tell you what one victim did. We'll get into that. That's coming up. We want to hear from you and get your shovels at 410-583-1057 on the WGK Law Guest Hotline right here on The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The biggest idiots deserve the big, bad shovel of wisdom. Sponsored by Jerry's Toyota. And their exclusive benefits, including free service maintenance for four years or 50,000 miles. Visit Jerry's Toyota just north of the Beltway on Bel Air Road and online at jerrystoyota.com. 105.7 The Fan. All right, if you're so hot and want to touch the hiney, we're giving away Adam Sandler tickets right now. Two tickets to see Adam Sandler on November 9th at Capital One Arena, courtesy of Live Nation. Tickets are on sale now, 410-583-1057. We have two per. Two Call, pers. Caller number five, caller number seven. Uh, let's do that. I like that. Or do you want to do caller number one and caller number zero? Or caller number 10 and caller 57. See, that's where are you, caller number 57? <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. Five and seven. Two tickets to see Adam Sandler. This guy gets so bored at home with, with family, and he just wants to go out on the road and perform. It's great. His kids are grown up now, aren't they? Yeah, I just saw. Yeah, he just did a movie with his daughter. I just saw uh, him last time he was in town. It was great. It was hilarious. Um, I think Kevin James came out. He and did Kevin last J- time, yeah, I think. Yeah, he's yeah. all over the internet now with his... His memes, yeah, God. Who is Kevin James? They they're using them that meme of him going, eh, like, oh, really? you know, from what was it, King of Queens? King of Queens, yeah. And they just use it for everything now. It's, well, oh. if you remember from King of Queens, he was like this the pathetic loser, constantly disappointed life. Yeah. What football team did he root for? Oh, the same the, one. The you Jets. Root for. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yikes! All right, Ed, let's talk shovels. Who's getting yours? Well. I guess I'd have to give it to the adults involved in this little Florida football team here. Um, An 11-year-old boy was getting bullied badly. Badly. Um, They wouldn't let him eat. This continued through school. They wouldn't let him eat. They attacked him. They threw him on the ground. They beat him up. Um, But this was going on and on and on. It's on camera, and people have witnessed this. And, you know... One of the the older kids slapped him in the face. A bunch of thirteen year old kids are doing this to him. So you got thirteen. You know, that's a big difference at that age. Mm-hmm. I mean, thirteen, eleven. They, you know, these thirteen year olds are getting hitting puberty, and they're getting their man strength, and they're beating up this little boy. So one night of football practice, this continues. So what did the little kid do? He retrieves a gun from his mom's SUV. Shot two of them. Ugh. Yep. 
shot two of them. There's a surveillance video shows one of the victims chasing the 11-year-old, and um, someone tried to break it up. The kid runs to the car and gets his mom's gun and ran toward the, kid, the two teens and shot them. No, no, they're not in danger of dying or not life-threatening. One hit the arm and whatever. The point is, though, this is what's happening. Bullying is a serious issue, and if it doesn't end up like this, we've seen many kids commit suicide because it gets so relentless and so terrifying for them. And think about it. Like, you know, do you, I don't know why people don't take this seriously. Yeah. I, do you know, uh, and if, if, if I miss this, um, are they okay? Are they going to be okay, the kids that were shot? Was anybody killed? Nobody's killed. Okay. Yeah. That's the only reason I brought this. If people, if somebody died in this, I wouldn't even brought the story up because it would be too morbid. But it was like, you know. No, you would have done a, an entire 10-minute segment in Commissioner's Baltimore on it. Yes. <laughs> you didn't want to just spend 60 seconds on it. Yeah. Yeah. I would have talked about the, you know, medically but, what happened. No, but it's, I mean, they are awful stories, and we see this all the time, um, of things going on, retaliation, and, you know, when you start bullying somebody, the things that they can go through. So, I tough spot. Uh, here, here's one for you. My shovel's going to go to a woman named Alyssa McCommon. She's 38. She's a teacher in Tennessee. Do you want to know what a teacher in Tennessee did? Yeah. Had sex with a 12-year-old student. 12. Told the boy she's pregnant with his child and she wants to keep the baby. Uh, she was initially arrested last month and had her bond revoked for communicating with her victim in text and phone calls. She's in love with a 12-year-old boy. I'm going to raise this baby. I can do this. She stated on um, a recorded plate in court Tuesday. She also alluded to the pregnancy in a separate text message. I have to tell you something that's serious and a huge and huge that deals with you. Um, and she let it be known. And it's like, I don't know why people always get caught up in this. Like, oh, my God, that, that's a really attractive woman. Why would she pick a toy? She has a disease. There's something wrong with her. Um, an investigation revealed she allegedly had sex with the then 12-year-old beginning in 2021 and also had sexual correspondence with several other students. The common is accused of sending nude images to some students and asking if they wanted to have sex. Uh, she was initially released on $25,000 bond before the deal was rescinded when she reached out to the latest victim. There's a, this is a loaded story. Yeah. This feels like um, the beginning of That's My Boy, doesn't it? That's my boy! Since we're giving out Adam Sandler tickets. Um, no incest in this, though. But uh, that being said, <laughs> it's from the movie, sorry. <laughs> like, here, let me show you the pictures of this woman um, and get your idea of what you think. Her mugshot's not all that. You know. <laughs> it's quite a different shot than the mugshot. Yeah, but she's, a, a she's attract, attractive, attractive woman. She's very attractive. And we see this all the time, and we go, "Well, why wouldn't she just a twelve-year-old? Why a twelve-year-old? That's you know, you're not talking about a seventeen-year-old boy. So this is a twelve-year-old kid. I mean, but he, how old were you? Seventeen. Okay. Both times. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about this on air. Sorry, it happens. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, we got some callers here. Joe, do these guys want to give shovels? I'm just going to go. No, no. Oh, they're your win. Never mind. I'm sorry. Those are the winners. We're not going to take the callers. All right, people are getting Adam Sandler tickets, which is going to be a great show. No, that's my fault. I just saw callers and I'm like, oh, we got people who want to talk shovels. That being said, um, Ed, so as, as far as like some of these stories, I want to go back to your story. So with a kid that age, you shoot somebody. Now mm-hmm. nobody's died. Right. If somebody had died, Charges an adult? Is that up no, to? I think it's, it's, well, I don't. I don't know what the law is in Florida. Okay, but <laughs> I doubt it. Now, will the parents get in trouble because yes. it was their gun. Misdemeanor charge for not securing the gun. Oh, man, yeah. She's she's the mom's facing that. It was in a box on this front seat of the car. But I because when I initially read that story, did 
did the parents give him the gun, or no. did he take it? He took it. Okay, because the initial story sounded like... No. Okay. The one I read is that he ran back to the car and knew where it was, was under the seat of the car in, the, in a box. I don't know if you saw the other thing, the story I brought up in uh, Shovels or World of Stupid the other day about the Philadelphia motorcyclist. Mm-hmm. The guy that jumped on the yeah. back of it. The, they caught him. They did. They got him. They arrested him. And, and now they're like, they want a harsher penalty for him. They almost want him to, you know, like, they want to try to stop this. And they're, I think they're trying to throw the book at they this should. guy. They should. They have yeah. to. It's like, think of what they did, how terrifying and dangerous it is. And for the people that missed it, they were like, I don't know. I, I'm going to just throw a random number. It looked like 30 motorcycles in the middle of the road, four wheelers, dirt mm-hmm. bikes, everything. And then there was some woman at a red light. And I guess she said something to all of them. And one of the guys got off of his bike, jumped on her rear windshield, and it didn't just shatter because she had it tinted, so it busted up and was kind of stuck together. But her kids were in the car, so she got out. The guy jumped off. A gun fell out of his waistband. Yeah. I mean, like, all this craziness. So it just... Think about all the things you just said. Yeah. Why are we allowing this anywhere? Anywhere. You shouldn't have to put up with it. Period. Full stop. All right, we're going to talk about uh, the wild cards. The, I don't know if you guys like this, if you like the three-game sets. I'm not a huge fan of it, but I feel cheated a little bit. We didn't get a game three in any one of these, right? We didn't get that. I mean, they were all elimination games, but I kind of like it when we get to those game sevens and it's win or go home for both teams, and uh, and, and we have that. But that could have been cool for game three. But instead, we got all these sweeps, these two-game sweeps. How do you feel about it? We'll talk about the wild card recap, look at the matchups coming up for the next round as well. That's coming up right here on 105.7 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 